Welcome to The Point Podcast. At The Point, we point high school students to Jesus because we believe that Jesus is better than anything else that this world has to offer. We hope that this podcast is an encouragement to you in your walk with Christ, but that it does not replace the time you're already spending with the Lord. Thanks so much for listening, and here's our awesome high school youth pastor, my husband, Justin Kinley. So we definitely could have included these last uh, five or six verses in yesterday's episode, but I really wanted to do it today. So it's just a few verses, so let's just read it. And then uh, if you didn't listen to yesterday's episode, go listen to it. And I'd encourage you to read all of Acts 24 and then consider this. So this is what it says. It says Since Felix was accurately informed about the way, which is Jesus, so Paul has accurately informed him, he adjourned the hearing saying, when Lysias the commander come down, I will decide your case. And he ordered that the centurion keep Paul under guard, though he could have some freedom, and that he should not prevent any of his friends from serving him. So it's pretty clear there. Felix thinks Paul is innocent, and he wants to probably free him, but he knows if he frees Paul, the Jewish people are going to get ticked off, and there's an uprising going to happen. So Felix is trying to do a political thing here. So that's after verse 24. After some days, when Felix came with his wife, Jerusalem, who was Jewish, he sent for Paul and listened to him on the subject of faith in Christ Jesus. Now, as he spoke about righteousness, self-control, and the judgment to come, Felix became afraid and replied, leave for now, but when I find time, I'll call for you. Man, what a, and I wasn't, this isn't in my notes, but what a scary phrase there. It says that he's listening to what it means to have faith in Christ Jesus. Paul is sharing. It says Felix became afraid, right? So he's probably being feeling convict, convicted, and he tells Paul, go away, and when I find time, I'll call for you. Man, that's heavy right there. He's, he says, I don't, I don't want this Jesus thing now. Go away, and, and when I find time, I'll call for you. Man, students, let me just encourage you. If the Lord is impressing on your heart today, man, respond today. Don't, don't be like Felix here and say, send away for Paul or, or send away and, and I'll just find time when I can. No, no, no. That's not what Felix, that's not what we should do. Man, if the Lord is prodding your heart, man, respond today. I, I didn't even realize that until we started recording that. That just kind of hit me, which I think is intense. So he says, leave for now, but when I find time, I'll call for you. And at the same time, he was also hoping that the money would be given to him by Paul. For this reason, he sent for him quite often and conversed with him. After two years had passed, Felix received the successor, Portius Festus, and because because he wished to do a favor for Jews, Felix left Paul in prison. So now we we just read over something really fast there that I hope that you don't miss. Verse 27 says this, after two years had passed. Think about that. Man, two years from now, some of you are going to be seniors instead of sophomores. Right, some of you are going to be uh, sophomores in college instead of seniors in high school. Right, some of you are going to be driving. Some of you have first job. Two years from now is a long time, and yet here in just one verse, the Bible says that Felix had Paul in prison for two years. You know, I think sometimes if we're not careful, we read the Book of Acts and we think that all this is happening for Paul like day after day after day, and we read it and we're like, "Oh my gosh, man, what would it have been like to be Paul?" Or just seeing all this spiritual growth so quickly. He's in prison for two years here, two years. And you know, I think something that's amazing, and I guess maybe my question that, that we should ask here, I don't know if it's a statement today. We've been trying to end all the podcast with a one-liner statement. I don't know if it's so much a statement today, but it might be a question, and, th- and that's this. What's your perspective of the things that happen to you? 
Like, what's your perspective? Like, if something bad happens or, or the Lord allows something in your life, is your perspective to get discouraged? Is your perspective to get frustrated and let down? Or is your perspective to say that, man, maybe this is happening for a reason? Because Paul's in prison here for two years, and, and my mind has to go to Philippians 1. Philippians 1, Paul is writing from prison, and who knows? We don't know really the timeline necessarily. I mean, we can guess and stuff about timelines of letters and stuff. Maybe Paul wrote some of his letters during this two years. We, we don't know. But, but think about this, right? Paul says in Philippians 1, basically he has three options in prison. One is he can die. And if he says, I die, then you know what? Um, that means I just get to be with Jesus. So that's great. So the second option is that he gets freed. And Paul says, that's awesome too, because I can go on and continue to make churches and all that stuff. But the third option that he gives us in Philippians 1 is remarkable to me. And the third option kind of has two facets. On one hand, he says, if I stay in prison, I got got people around me literally guarding me. I have other prisoners I'm going to come in contact with. I have a mission field right here that I can share the gospel with. So there's that. But two, while I'm in prison, I can write letters to other Christians. I can write letters to other churches. I can write letters to encourage believers who, who aren't around me. But basically, Paul says, I'm not going to let this season of my life hinder me for doing ministry and kingdom work for the gospel. The Paul says, man, I'm going to do a kingdom work for the gospel. If I get out of prison, great. I'll, I'll plant churches and I'll minister and I'll do that. But while I'm in prison, there are still some things that I can do. I don't know about you. I want that perspective from Paul. The man, if I go through a season of my life of two years where it seems like I'm in prison, right? And it seems like nothing's really happening and I'm questioning why this is going on and why this is happening. Man, to have the perspective of Paul that we're about to see Paul in the next few chapters continue to declare the good, to continue to declare the goodness of God, to continue to declare the hope of the gospel. He did not let these two years of prison discourage him, but he said, you know what? I can be used in the midst of it. That's my question for you today, man. What's your perspective on life, in life when things like this happen to you? Do you respond when difficult things or hard things? Do you respond in a way that says, God, maybe I'm going through this for a purpose and for a reason and you can use me in the midst of it? Or would you use persecution and hardship to hinder us from being a kingdom um, influencer? I'd encourage you, man, to be like Paul where we don't see what all Paul did here, but he's about to go back into preaching the gospel in the next few chapters. And I imagine he probably wrote some letters here and won a few prisoners to Jesus and won a few Roman guards to Jesus. And so even if you're in a season of your life that seems like it's extended, where God's not really doing anything or God's not really moving, what can you do in those two years of your life? What can you do in that week-long season of your life? What can you do in that month-long season? What can you do when it seems like not anything is going for you, but you can still be a kingdom influencer. I love that here for Paul. And it's just encouraging me that Paul continued on in his ministry, even after experiencing prison for two years. Thanks so much for listening. The Point is a ministry of First Baptist Church Indian Trail for high school students. We offer life groups every Sunday morning at 8, 9.30, and 11 o'clock. And we meet on Wednesday nights at 6.15. For more information, you can go to our church's website at fbcit.org.